Hello everybody, um, live from Abu Dhabi on a hotel bed, staring at two love doves that have chosen to use the nest outside of my window, the nest, the lamp outside of my window as a nesting place so that I can see them feed their adorable little babies every single fucking hour, <laughs> it's very cute, um, it's my first time here. It is a stunning city. I've only seen little bits of it so far. Um, I took my man on a birthday dinner yesterday to Hakkasan, and it was in this immense palace that is just dripping in gold. Um, everything seems enormous and like not filled, not populated, which is interesting. Anyways, today I'm gonna talk about um, this this phrase I keep hearing of like, who benefits from you believing that? And what it insinuates. And it kind of bothers me because it's a very like us versus them inspiring dialect. Um, where like, it's insinuating that There's some form of malice in people incentivizing you to believe what they believe to be true, which in my opinion is the most human thing ever. And you do it every day of your life. So, so it's annoying, but also problematic to me when, when people specifically people who are very idealist and people who I respect, who are really trying to bring back. Um, more naturopathic approaches to medicine and preventative care and things that, you know, are, are just kind of speak for themselves, honestly. Um, and, and they tend to ridicule and criticize both academia and the medical system by saying things like, who benefits by you believing that naturopathic medicine isn't real or that, like, the vegan diet is good for you or things like uh, that are very polarizing or that keto is good for you or that meat is good for you or that i don't know air is good for you like there's always some kind of um incentive to prove that those people can't be trusted by saying that thing like who benefits from you believing this thing right but you're doing the same thing that you're claiming they're doing um if you invalidate them, you benefit from you, from you having the person you're talking to believe that 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 person is having them believe something. Let me break it down a little clearer. So, um, one a very popular narrative around this is like institutions like academia, for example, will be funded by major corporations that do have an incentive to prove one thing over another thing. Um, it is easy to look at it and be like, oh, they're trying to hurt us by incentivizing us to believe that this one thing is more true than the research that shows us the other thing. That can seem evil when there is research showing the opposite of what they're funding. So let me put this in simpler terms. Let's say Corporation A wants you to believe that eating grass is really good for you. And they are selling grass, so this makes sense. And there's research out there that actually says grass isn't good for you. But they're going to incentivize the research that says that it is. 
it is easy to look at that and be like, that's so fucking evil. <laughs> How could they do that? They're lying to us. But the truth is, like, that's their job. They're, if they believe that grass is going to help people and there's research to back that, it makes complete sense that they back the research that supports what they believe to be true. I think there's a danger in using science as like, this is undeniable fact. It's not, that doesn't exist. Like science is a constantly evolving thing. And if you look at any one vein of science, there are always, always, always conflicting. um, There will always be conflicting research on either side. And the research depending on who's doing it, it can be valid or it can be non-valid or it can be funded or it can be unfunded, it can be individual or it can be mass-produced. It's just uh, really important that we have people understand that science is not God's word. It is not like the end-all truth. This is why doctors were saying that cigarettes were healthy not long ago and smoking them themselves. We just, it's, 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 there's evidence of it everywhere. Anyway, what I want to point to here is the the urge to otherize people in order to make your point is is um I don't stand I don't stand behind it and I very much see how academic research and medical research uh, done through institutions is very limited hierarchical and due to patenting. Um, limited in how it is shared throughout the lay people like us but i don't think that that discredits it completely and i just don't think that saying an absolute statement about one thing or another thing um i actually think it immediately brings doubt to the statement and and for anyone being like this is the truth this is science this is the truth like a meat-eating diet will kill you. A vegan diet is bad. I just don't, I immediately lose trust in them. Uh, because there's science to back both. And I come from a background of specifically a long time ago, vegan nutrition. And we studied the chemistry um, in it. And it was all very detailed, very extreme. Um, and it made sense. And then as years went on and I developed um, physical elements that had me not be able to eat carbs for a while I couldn't be vegan and so I had to start eating meat and I felt the majorly healing um, effects of meat and I studied the chemistry behind a meat eating diet and guess what it was just as valid and there's just as much evidence and and so it's really important to understand that just because you have your hands on some evidence, it doesn't mean it is the end-all evidence and you stomping around and making other people not trust their own ability to read some research and diversify their research and then make up their own opinion is just contributing to a mass state of mistrust and helplessness that I just don't think is very helpful. If you look at what the corporation is doing by only funding the study that they believe is true, I would want you to think about the thing you're most passionate about. Maybe it is, if you're an idealist, maybe it's that everyone should have free grass no matter the cost, right? And so you inherit overnight billions and billions of dollars and suddenly you have the power to make this true. But you... You go in with all of your power 
and resources and you disperse the grass and and you you meet this thing that you thought was going to be like the solution and and then you realize that actually doing that causes major imbalances in the world because you would have to mass produce grass and and some places don't have it available and it causes desertification and leaches from the land in a way that isn't healthy and makes it go barren and you can't grow any more grass on there anymore and these are like unforeseen um effects of you doing this thing that you thought was just like a right was just the way you thought things should be and you can bet your butt that there will be plenty of people who see you as evil even though what you were trying to do was make this thing you thought was really important more accessible worldwide and when we look at a corporation and we think they're so different than we are it's dangerous because it has us believe we're superior to them we're su- that that we don't have the capacity to do what they're doing inside of us but a corporation is not a person it is an expression of humanity that we have created and enabled and keep funding day after day um and when we otherize it as something that isn't a part of our own humanity then it can be really easy to justify being a fascist, uh, being uneducated around stuff, pushing, basically doing what, what, what people are claiming they're doing, pushing an agenda, making them evil. Um, we end up contributing to that kind of attitude instead of having us really own like, okay, what part of what they're doing can we relate to? And how do we incentivize each other? to shift more, right? So I'm not gonna actually try and describe this particular thing because it's so complex, but Rain Dove um, is this brilliant person who did an interview with Nico Tortorella a few years ago around how our younger generations and pretty much older, every generation can can work with major corporations to incentive so that we can incentivize each other instead of being like shut your company down it's evil which is like never going to incentivize them to do shit it it would be more of opening the conversation of like if we can commit to being valued customers like this is what we would want to to commit for so like what kind of vehicles are you producing and like if you start producing more of these and we're more inclined to like be loyal to this brand or purchase more of this brand and i'm way oversimplifying what they had said but i will share a link to the podcast um on my social media or send me a message and i'll send it to you but it just made a lot more sense to me because i definitely was a protester as a younger human and I was so angry and rioting and and I will tell you that I don't think a single thing changed in the world because I stood outside yelling at the company with a picket sign. It's just not um it's not realistic. If you think about that in a in a smaller scale example, like how willing are you to change if someone is yelling in your face how evil you are? all day long like you're probably not like you know what they might have a point maybe i should like sit down and listen you're probably just on the defense and like eventually get bored and want to ignore it this is no different to some extent anyway here are my two cents um stay tuned for the next uh, podcast and we'll be talking soon